0: 19-year-old Coco Gauff wins the U.S. Open. She defeated the new number one women's tennis player in the world, Anya Sabalenka. Congratulations to Coco. Welcome to All in Society. I am your host, Claude Winston. Join me as we dive into the thrilling world of poker, expand our financial intelligence, and unlock secrets to a healthier lifestyle. Click the link in episode description to view our website. Leave your email to stay up to date in all upcoming products and services we offer. It is www.allinsociety.com. Subscribe to our YouTube page for full version of all upcoming interviews and video versions of our podcasts, including the interview with Yasser, a World Series of Poker bracelet winner, and Derek Prillman, author of An Innocent Man. You can check out the YouTube page at youtube.com forward slash at All In Society. You can find these leaks in the episode description. New episodes of All In Society drop every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday on your favorite podcast network, 8 p.m. Eastern. But on Fridays, Fridays we drop a little bit early for you for 5 o'clock Eastern time. Steps for support, please follow the podcast and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Download all episodes of the podcast and make sure you like, subscribe, share with your friends and family, and leave a review of course as well. If you like to stay on top of me of what I do on a weekly basis and a daily basis, check out my Instagram and my threads. And last, if you're planning a trip, check out Travel Pro for high-quality luggage and gear. Use the code in episode description. You will not be disappointed. Today, we're going to discuss MGM's cybersecurity threat. The Apple event, which is scheduled for 1 p.m. tomorrow, Eastern Time. Set your calendars. We're going to do an NFL Week 1 recap. That includes... My Cincinnati bet. I said Cincinnati was going to win. They lost. So I'm on one for Sundays. But I have a chance to reclaim myself. And I have a Monday night football prediction, and we'll get into that. And then, as for the NFL week one recap, we're going to dive into the scores of each game. And we're going to look at it as top as terms of who are the best performers and who are the top fantasy earners for each team and for each game that was played. Also, I played a tournament this weekend, so if you'd like to know how I did this weekend, uh, stay tuned to the end of the episode. So first, we're going to dive into a little bit of breaking news uh, that was released as I was watching CNBC today as I was getting ready for this episode so MGM Resorts has reported a, a bit of a cybersecurity issue. And this is a report from CNN. MGM Resorts has shut down some of its systems as a result of a cybersecurity issue, in quotes, according to a company social media post on Monday. Promptly after detecting the issue, we quickly began in an in, excuse me began an investigation with assistance from leading external cybersecurity experts. The company said on X, formerly known as Twitter. MGM Resorts, MGM says it is working with law enforcement and took prompt action to protect our systems and data, including shutting down certain systems. The MGM Resorts website is currently offline with an apology message and a list of phone numbers for guests to reach their specific hotel concierge desk. CNN has reached out to MGM Resorts for more information. MGM Resorts International manages several properties, including the Aria Bellagio Cosmopolitan, Excalibur, Luxor, Mandalay Bay, MGM Grand Las Vegas, and New York, New York. So I'm sure they will provide more information as more of the investigation is taking place and they can find out what the root of the issue is. Um, So stay tuned. If I have more information, I will definitely provide it. Um, The Apple event is scheduled for tomorrow, as I stated, at 1 p.m. Eastern. Um, Set your calendars. If you would like to know what is scheduled to be on topic in the event, you can tune in to episode number 28. Um, But pretty much it's going to be iPhone 15 and the charging ports. They're going to go back to a more universal charging ports. All right. Without further ado, NFL week one recap. So last episode on Friday, I picked one game um, for the Sunday slate. What I thought that was going to be uh, a lock and I didn't try to pick a easy game. Um, I picked Cincinnati to win on the road against the Browns, which they did not. So I'm 0-1 to start for my Friday picks. Um, but for Monday Night Football, we do have the Bills versus the Packers. Excuse me, the Bills. I'm thinking of Aaron Rodgers. The Bills versus the Jets. Bills versus the Jets. The Bills are on the road. I believe the Bills are going to come in and beat up on the Jets. I think they're going to take a little bit more time for the Jets to gel. Um even though Aaron Rodgers does have some familiar targets. Um, But as far as winning their first game at home, I think the Bills are going to come in and spoil the party. So let's break down every game. That means every game that was played so far week one. And we'll start with the Chiefs, although this game was Thursday. This kicked off the NFL season. Uh, The Lions came into Kansas City and beat the Chiefs 21-20. Notables, David Montgomery, running back for Detroit. He had 21 carries for 74 yards and one touchdown. Amon Rase Brown, wide receiver for Detroit. He had six receptions for 71 yards and one touchdown. And Patrick Mahomes. Everybody wants to know how Patrick Mahomes did. uh, Quarterback for Kansas City. He was 21 for 39, 226 yards, two touchdowns, and one interception. The Panthers at the Falcons. Panthers lose 10 to 24. Falcons came out with the victory at home. Hayden Hurst, tied in for Carolina. He had five receptions for 41 yards and one touchdown. Tyler Algier, running back for Atlanta, 15 carries for 75 yards and two TDs. Uh, Quite the game for the running back. And Bijan Robinson, running back for Atlanta, 10 carries, 56 yards. And he also had six receptions for 27 yards and one TD. So he was busy as well. Running backs definitely uh, ran the ball uh, well for Atlanta at home. Cincinnati. Laid a egg against the Browns. Um, well, not necessarily zero. They put up three points to Browns 24. Um, only real notable here, Nick Chubb, running back for Cleveland, 18 carries for 106 yards. Um, as far as standouts, that was about it for that game. Jaguars at the Colts. Jaguars came in and beat the Colts 31-21. Plenty of players to mention for this game. Travis Etienne, running back for Jacksonville. He had 18 carries, 77 yards, and one touchdown. He also had five receptions for 27 yards. Calvin Ridley, wide receiver for Jacksonville. Eight receptions, 101 yards, and one touchdown. Zay Jones, wide receiver for Jacksonville. Five receptions, 55 yards, and a TD. And Trevor Lawrence, the quarterback for Jacksonville 20 he was 24 for 32 241 yards, two touchdowns and one interception. As far as Indianapolis goes, Michael Pittman wide receiver, eight receptions for 97 yards and a touchdown, so a nice game for him. And Anthony Richardson cornerback for Indy, 24 for 37, 223 yards, one touchdown, also one pick. He also had 10 carries for 40 yards and one touchdown. He was busy. But unfortunately came out with a L for the game. Buccaneers came into Vikings home and beat the Vikings 20 to 17. Mike Evans, wide receiver for Tampa Bay, six receptions, 66 yards, and a touchdown. He ain't washed. He still got he can still be productive. Justin Jefferson, <laughs> wide receiver for Minnesota, nine receptions, 150 yards. And Jordan Addison, wide receiver for Minnesota, four receptions, 61 yards, and one touchdown. Even with that production from their wide receiving core, uh, Vikings could not come out ahead. Titans came into the Saints on a close one, but Saints won 16-15. Derek Henry, running back for Tennessee, 15 carries for 63 yards and two receptions for 56 yards. Uh, Chris Olave, wide receiver for New Orleans, eight receptions for 112 yards. And Rashid Shahid, wide receiver for New Orleans, five receptions for 89 yards and a touchdown. So the wide receivers for New Orleans got the job done at home. 49ers put a beating on the Steelers at home. Uh, 49ers came in and beat the Steelers who are at home, 30-7. Christian McCaffrey, running back for San Francisco, 22 carries. 152 yards and one touchdown. Very productive day on the ground. Three receptions for 17 yards. And whoo, Brandon Ayuk, wide receiver for San Francisco. Eight receptions, 129 yards and two touchdowns. Forty Niners going to be a, a a very strong team to beat in the NFC. All right, moving along, Cardinals at Commanders. Commanders won at home. I was expecting this to be a win uh, for the Commanders. Emotions running high. New ownership. First game at home. 2016 Commanders. Sam Howell. 19 for 31. 202 yards passing. One touchdown, one interception, and two carries for 11 yards and a TD. So he was busy. Uh, Looks like he commanded the ship and brought home an W for the team. Texans were at the Ravens. Ravens smashed on the Texans 25-9. Nico Collins, wide receiver for Houston, at six receptions for 80 yards. Uh, Lamar Jackson, quarterback for Baltimore, 17-22. 169 yards passing, one interception. He had six carries for 38 yards. J.K. Dobbins running back for Baltimore. Eight carries, 22 yards, and a touchdown. But unfortunately, due to injury, he will be out for the season. Zay Flowers, wide receiver for Baltimore, nine receptions, 78 yards. The Packers at the Bears. The Packers came in to Chicago and spanked on the Bears. Jordan Love, quarterback for Green Bay, 15 for 27, 245 yards, and three touchdowns. I don't think anybody was expecting this. Aaron Jones, very productive, running back for Green Bay, nine carries, 41 yards, and a TD. He also had two receptions for 86 yards and a touchdown. Justin Fields, quarterback for Chicago, 24 for 37, 216 yards, one TD, one interception. He had also had nine carries for 59 yards. And Darnell Mooney, wide receiver for Chicago, four receptions for 53 yards and a touchdown. The Raiders and Broncos, Raiders came in to... Denver and one, 17-16. Jacoby, Wyver, excuse me, Jacoby Myers, wide receiver for Las Vegas, had nine, recep- nine receptions, 81 yards, and two touchdowns. Russell Wilson, is he washed or not? Quarterback for Denver, he was 27 for 34, 177 yards. Not very impressive. Two touchdowns, and he had one carry for one yard. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, quarterback for Las Vegas, 20 for 26, 200 yards, two TDs, and one interception. The Eagles, oh boy, Eagles beat the Patriots 25 to 20. Jalen Hurts, quarterback for Philly, 22 for 33, 170 yards, one interception. He had nine carries for 37 yards as well. A.J. Brown, wide receiver for Philly, seven receptions, 79 yards. Devontae Smith, wide receiver for Philadelphia, seven receptions for 47 yards. He has a touchdown. Mac Jones, very impressive day for him. Uh, quarterback for New England, 35 for 54, 316 yards, three touchdowns, and one interception in a night where Tom Brady was there and they honored him. So Mac Jones definitely produced. Uh, Kendrick Bourne, wide receiver for New England. Six receptions, 64 yards, and two touchdowns. And Hunter Henry, Henry, tight end for New England. Five receptions, 56 yards, and a touchdown. But, as I said, Eagles came out with the win, 25-20. Dolphins Chargers. Boy, this is a high-scoring game. 36-34 Dolphins. And plenty of fantasy production from this game. Uh, Tua. Quarterback for Miami, he he was 28 for 45 for 466 yards, three touchdowns and one pick. Tyreek Hill, wide receiver for Miami, 11 receptions, 215 yards and two touchdowns. Jalen Waddell, four receptions for 78 yards. River Craycraft, wide receiver for Miami, three receptions, 40 yards and a TD. Austin Eckler, running back for L.A., 16 carries, 117 yards, and one touchdown. He also had four receptions for 47 yards. Joshua Kelly, running back for L.A., 16 carries, 91 yards, and one TD. Running back's getting it done, but did not translate to a W. Uh, Justin Herbert, quarterback for L.A., he was 23 for 33, 228 yards, one touchdown. He also had five carries for 18 yards and one touchdown. And Keenan Allen, wide receiver for the Chargers, he had six receptions for 76 yards. So plenty of fantasy production from that game. Almost finished, guys. Rams versus Seahawks. Uh, Matthew Stafford still got it. Rams won 13, excuse me, 30 to 13. Stafford, quarterback for the Chargers, excuse me, for the Rams, excuse me, 24 for 38, 334 yards, no touchdowns. Kyron Williams, running back for L.A., 15 carries, 52 yards. He had two touchdowns. Tutu Atwell, wide receiver for L.A., six receptions, 119 yards. And Puka Nakal, wide receiver for L.A., 10 receptions, 119 yards. Without Cooper Cup, Stafford still getting the job done, spreading the ball around. And DK Metcalf, wide receiver for Seattle, he had three receptions, 47 yards, and a touchdown. Cowboys, Giants, Cowboys, Spanked the Giants, 40 nothing. Notables, Tony Pollard, 14 carries, 70 yards and two touchdowns. And CeeDee Lamb, four receptions and 77 yards. All right, what I want us to get from this, we're going to do this every, we'll do this every Monday. We'll break down all of the stats. Um, You can listen to this so you don't have to, you know exactly what went down on the games, maybe on your way home from work. Um, You get your fantasy stats with me going forward. I'll find some other creative ways to make this fun if this is what you enjoy. But I also want to get from this is the way that we're breaking down these stats. We're breaking down these games. We could break down the games even even further than this if we really wanted to. A lot more deeper between the X's and O's. But I'm not equipped to do that. I would have to bring someone else on. But what I am equipped to do and the information we can get for free from others, such as market Mondays or listening to wall street trapper is the same way we're breaking down these stats for each player and team. We can break down uh, companies such as Apple, Microsoft, Google, Tesla, Netflix, Disney, Nike, you know, all of those companies and break down those companies that we invest in or on our watch list, the companies we might want to invest in in the future. So the same way we're breaking these these teams down, these players down, these stats down, we're going to translate this and we're having fun doing this, right? We're going to translate this and we're going to make some money while we're doing it as well. So stay tuned for that. If you want to make some money, leave a review, leave a comment, like my page, and say, Claude, let's get it. Just say, Claude, let's get it. Leave me emoji with it. Something just so you know that you've watched this episode and you've you've listened this far and you're with me. You want to break down this fantasy football? We love football, right? We'll do the same thing for basketball too, if you want to. Even though it's a lot more games to break down, um, I think fa- football football will stay with that. Um, but yeah, let's let's do this. It's easy. Investing is easy, and once we we know exactly what we need to do, we have the the workbook. We have the framework that's built out for us. And all I'm really doing, I was going out to these conferences, and and the information they're giving me, that I'm paying to get, and I'm taking the notes, and I'm going to regurgitate it to you, and I'm giving it to you for free. So stay tuned. As I said, bills are going to one on the road tonight. Um, we broke down the. Week one scores for all the games so far, Monday Night Football Tonight. Make sure you watch Mark and Mondays as well. And last but not least, for this episode, we are going to recap my my week and how I did in the 777 Nolan Beholden Tournament at MGM. So for last week, I made a total of $0. I lost $19 total last week. So we're not making money. Not good, but we also didn't lose very much at all. Um, so keep my head high. It is what it is. The way I run things, I put money in it. We put money in the bank. We can pay our bills, but our our bankroll suffered a little bit. Um, so we'll have to turn things around. Um, I think I'm probably gambling a little bit more uh, because I have such a successful August, I think I kind of got a little overconfident, getting a little cocky. I don't think I'm playing bad, but I think a little variance, noticing, oh, Claude, when you're, you're running good, poker is easy, but when you don't hit pairs, it's not as easy, right? Um, so it's a little bit of coming back down to reality. So we'll readjust, uh, we'll adjust the schedule, um, pick and choose what games to play, what not to play better, and hopefully run good and hold and play, and play well. All right, the 777 tournament did not go well for me. Uh, we did at least make it to the end of registration, um, but I got there a little bit later than I wanted. I definitely needed the additional rest, um, but I got in, I believe, level two, which was fine, which still had 100 big blinds. Um, but I wanted to get there at the start of the tournament, even though there weren't very many players at the start of the tournament. I was going to be playing short, but I'm fine with playing short. But just to get really accustomed to, uh, to the table, to the players, what they were doing at the early stages. And as time goes on, they're probably going to be doing this, making the same mistakes. Um, and it was definitely a soft tournament. I liked the tournament in general, the pace. It, moves, it moved well. I was comfortable. We weren't, you know, we weren't really nine-handed, the majority of the tournament at all. So it was nice. Um, Patrick was running it. So shout out to Patrick. He did a good job. Um, so I would encourage them to continue running this, even though they probably won't because I know that they probably, there'll be players that'll complain that there's not that 360 buy-in that they're accustomed to playing. It's more affordable than a 777 tournament. Um, but I enjoy these tournaments. It's one day tournament. They ended up, I believe, getting 61 players. Uh, ninth place was 1700. So you make $1,000 for, for playing for just from cash, men cashing. So I thought that was awesome. For, for one-day tournament, making $1,000, that's that's awesome. That's not a waste of time. Um, so the hand that I got it all in, I can't remember exactly how many big blinds I had. I was hovering between 20 to 30 big blinds. I had Queens, looked down at Queens in the big blind. at had an open to, I think, 2 or 2.5. Uh, two callers, and then someone that was just a uh, lady that recently moved to the table. She had uh, over thirty big blinds for sure. She decides to just rip it all in, and I'm like, "Lord, this isn't never a good uh, a real hand." So I rip it in, and of course, the original razor he has kings. Um, the lady that ripped it in, she has queen jack suited. Like no reason to do that. Absolutely no reason to do that. Um, so I mean, it is what it is. I'm still what I got it in. It was a king high flop. Um, even when it got back to me, I was going to put, go all in myself. You know, I didn't really have any other, uh, with my bets, the, the size of my stack. I don't think I had anything else I could do other than rip it all in. And if I did decide to do, do a, a weird sizing, um, rather than getting it all in, uh, the chips would have gone all in pre-flop against Kings. Um, so, uh, kind of sucks. I'll definitely play it again. I'm not sure if I'll play it next week. I want to be more conscious. Um, with my bankroll, Going forward, and this was a, uh, I'm usually, I could play a $300 tournament. These $700 tournaments, um, I'll definitely need to sell some action. And and shout out to Travis for, thank you for helping me uh, play this tournament and uh, buying some action. Um, So hopefully we'll be able to turn it around. And hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode. Something new that we're doing, uh, NFL recap. Uh, We're going to run right into the mantra. You guys know how we do it on Mondays. Something to motivate you, get you in the right mindset. Just in case you got a case of the Mondays, I know. Once you get home, it's uh, you're probably driving home from. Or excuse me, you're probably home by the time you listen to this. You're about to listen to my show. Then you're about to all in society, and then you're about to watch Monday Night Football. Right? All right, let's get it. So the mantra. On Monday, I am an unstoppable force, embarking on a thrilling journey of growth and unity. My ambition burns within me, pushing me to break through limitations and create opportunities that open doors to progress. I am guided by knowledge, fearlessly taking strategic risks and facing life's challenges with wisdom and determination. I value my body, nurturing it with strength and embracing my heritage. Together, we overcome obstacles, empowering each other to achieve greatness. I am the architect of my own destiny, weaving success and resilience. Within me lies a greatness to carve a future where possibilities know no bounds. And together, let's rise and take it to another level. Make sure you read through the disclaimer. And remember, life is one big session. Play the cards you are dealt to the best of your ability. And I promise, I promise you'll come out ahead. Enjoy the game.